And now it's time to bait our hooks, cast our nets, drop our poles in the water, and fish for some jokes with Down on the Dock. Welcome to episode four of Down on the Docks. My name is Chris Neff. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and comedian, Dustin Torres. How are you, buddy? Doing wonderful. Yeah? Yeah. Did you have a good weekend? I did. I had a good night. Yeah, I heard you got baked. <laughs> ah, a little bit. Welcome to the California Sober Club. That's right. And, of course, joined, as always, by our favorite open micer and uh, production supervisor extraordinaire, Dave Sarah. How are you, buddy? Doing great. A lot of editing job. Looking forward to it. Super baked, it sounds like to me. <laughs> yeah, damn right, baby. Uh, okay. <laughs> damn. How high Fuck are you, Dave? <laughs> All right. So, guys, uh, thank you. Um, obviously, uh, D.B. Cooper last week was a big success. We got a lot of Huge. your notes, and we appreciate them. Uh, most importantly, if you are a fan of the show, please keep giving us that feedback. We love it. And nothing helps us more than rating our podcast, uh, wherever you can, especially of course, Apple podcasts. If you have time, uh, write down a few words, uh, maybe uh, a pot suggestion for Dustin or, uh, or a pot suggestion for Dave, or maybe a rehab suggestion for <laughs> Dave. And, uh, we will always, always appreciate those cause they help so much. Um, this week's episode guys, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, this is called Running with the Devil, uh, directed by Charlie Russell. This is a Netflix Netflix release. Uh, came out August 24th, and it is subtitled The Wild World of John McAfee. You guys know who that is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Not the guy who made Norton. No, not the... Not no, the, no. It's, it's actually McAfee <laughs> antivirus, yeah. <laughs> it's the McAfee. Just found that out today. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So John McAfee, for those that don't know, this is a guy um, who was a, a computer programmer, Went off to Silicon Valley in the early 80s and basically struck gold and uh, created uh, antivirus software that bears his name. Huge success story. At one point, did you know he owned 66% of the antivirus market? I mean, that's a pretty huge fucking chunk. Yeah. Um, so a lot of he, blackmail material, well, probably. Well, you know, we'll get into that. There was a lot of talk that he might be working a couple of angles. But, you know, back then, viruses were a big deal. I thought he invented the snake game. Oh, the, the, oh, on the Nokia? Yeah, oh, the he Koreans did okay. that. The Koreans did that? That was yeah. impressive. <laughs> so, but there's a lot of talk. I think it's Snake. It'd get bigger. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Good starting early today, huh? Bombs away. It'd eat Apple. It'd get bigger. Okay. So anyway, um, McAfee, you know, he was the guy that was like, hey, man, we, this Michelangelo virus is a very big deal. And I think he was the guy that scared everybody into Y2K. And he, you know, he was just like government you, show. You mean? If you don't have my software, my computer's gonna wake. Your computer's gonna wake up in the night and He's like wearing eat question you. marks suits on fucking television. Buy my software. Uh, did you want to say something, or are you just breathing heavy? Me? <laughs> yeah, I was just breathing really heavy. Yeah, I just had two tacos. I'm breathing them out. Okay, wow. so so this documentary starts, and we fade in in an undisclosed location, and John's in jail. He's in like semi drag. He's got a gun and he's being creepy right off the fucking bat. 
So Can you uh, describe what it looks like? Is it his house? No, he's in jail. He, oh, is he, oh, he's in is, yeah. is it like rock? Yeah, and right away I'm like, is who gave like, him the cameras to get in jail? I, yeah. I imagine a Belize jail like stone it was pretty seats. But it was very well shot, you know, and I'm like, wow. So they got a camera in yeah. jail. That's pretty cool. So it I got it on the burro. Here, here's what you need to know. This guy was wasn't rich, rich. He was super rich. So at one point his net worth was a hundred million. Um so we're in. We 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 flash back, and we're learned. We're learned up here that he's rumored to have killed his neighbor in Belize, and uh, you know John is an extremely flashy guy. So then we're in real time, or or what we think might be real time, and like we go into his kitchen. He's got three gold bars just sitting on the kitchen counter. It kind of looks like the the mtv episode cribs like he's not a you don't yeah. know if he's a dot-com guy or he's like a rapper yeah but just kinda... and and next to that there's an ak-47 oh yeah you know just hanging out and uh, and then we we meet his girlfriend who i didn't know if it was a girl or not because she's kind of you know on the fence it's a guy it's probably and then john's first quote that comes out that's a big one he says hey look we all make mistakes uh is john mcafee a successful entrepreneur who went mad and killed his neighbor or is he a potential savior of the world i'm like is this guy got a god plot no he's a coked up neighbor killer for sure yeah but i mean he's definitely got a healthy ego is my point yeah and then he says i'd hate to advocate violence drugs and insanity but it's always worked for me looks exhausting yeah i mean that that sounds like a rationalization you know um so he's always surrounded by tons of women we they show this video and he's snorting coke and tits are everywhere and he looks at the camera and he says James Bond meets Scarface with a little Indiana Jones. Nah, it was all Scarface. Yeah, no, you're right. There's yeah. no I, Indiana Jones didn't do coke. Yeah, you know, and James Bond didn't fuck trannies. No, yeah, he was a proper gentleman. He was. Now we fade back into Belize, and uh, this is you know we, we kind of get like the lifestyle checkup, and it's apparently Belize is like the perfect place to run away. Uh, and if you want to join the country, because they don't do background checks uh, if you want to become a citizen. So he immediately decides to become a permanent resident. Now, this is before he's accused, obviously, of killing this neighbor. Uh, so we hear the story about Greg Fall. Now, Greg Fall was John's neighbor. He was from Florida, and he was found shot in the back of the head. All right. No signs of forced entry. Uh, the police raid his home to question John. But he goes into hiding because the, he claims the police would definitely kill him. Okay? Police sounds wild. Yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> Wait, if I want to go. Yeah. Was he in jail for uh, suspected the suspected murder of this guy? Is that why he was in the police jail? No, no, no. That oh. was the, to start the documentary. I see. This is a flashback. Okay. So we're, we're not in present t- time. Got it. We're like in the, uh, 2012, I want to say. So... Uh, this local news reporter, Jose, is convinced he had something to do with his death. Now, we're in 2012, and uh, this guy named Robert of Vice Magazine gets a call from uh, McAfee, and he says, come down and film a documentary about him. So he says, well, I need to get my audio guy, who's also named Robert. So for <laughs> ease of use here, we're going to refer, refer to them as Bob 1 and Bob 2 moving out. Yeah, but I think Bob 1 was the one that had overalls. And looked like he No, was going, that's Bob 2. Oh, Bob 2 looked like he was going on the audition for Hee Haw. Yeah, he, he's a good old country <laughs> He was boy. blown out. Yeah, so <laughs> John basically Way said... Way to young it up that reference. <laughs> Bob said... <laughs> John says, just get down here. But here's the thing. 
um, I'm in hiding, so we have to do this carefully. He's like, put on a blue scarf, and a taxi driver will show up, and he'll give you the code word, sorry, I'm running late. Which could have been said it. by anybody at the airport. <laughs> I mean, God. Could you imagine showing up to McAfee's if you were just going to a simple like fucking work meeting? Also, pick a like a, a different color, not like the most common yeah. fucking color for a scarf. Yeah, and if you're John McAfee, just be like, look, it'll be the taxi cab that has all the hookers in it and yeah. all the drugs. Yeah. And bazookas. Yeah. So, uh, so we learn about McAfee's business empire, it was worth $7 billion at one point. Yeah, and he spent $3 billion of that on hookers and cocaine. Yeah, one hooker, I think she said, I spent uh, so much money, that, or I got so much money that I actually started my own antivirus <laughs> software yeah. company. Funded by John McAfee. <laughs> he was also a former programmer at NASA. Sick. Okay, back was, in the no, 60s. No, he was Kubrick's assistant, and they filmed the moon landings. Yeah, he was on Apollo 11. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave, yeah. you're liking this one. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love it. Moon landing deniers paradise, Dude, right? Dude, it didn't happen, bro. It's all fucking staged. Okay, we get more backstory. Yeah, John, and the earth is round. <laughs> John. No, it's not. It's flat. Okay, you know what? Wrong podcast. So uh. this point, we get more backstory on John. He quits. He sells out, makes, I think, $100 million at the time. And then he gets into self-help and meditation and yoga. He wrote five yoga books. And why does everybody get into yoga? It's uh, spiritual enlightenment. Okay. When you have the money, you mm -hmm. can sit with your legs crossed all day Just and not have to stinking worry. Stinking and sweating and bending. Bills. Okay, so at this point, we learn a little bit more about Bob One and Bob Two, and they're kind of amateurish. And they even claim that one of their cameras. Um, they bought in the back of a bar one night. And he's like, I can't believe this camera's not working. I'm mean, gonna I traded a six pack of Schlitz for it. <laughs> so John. John ultimately, uh, they transfer the cab and they get in John's minivan and he is in full-blown weirdo mode, okay? He's got his hair dyed black, his eyebrows are all dyed black, and he's with his girlfriend who goes by the name of Sam. And then for some reason, John just, he's got a bouquet of flowers in his lap, just starts eating the petals, <laughs> yes. all right? And then, get this, he is in character pretending to be a retarded stroke victim. Yeah, I think I've seen this. Yeah, because he, he, his whole thing was like, uh, I, if I just pretend to be retarded, like I had a stroke, the police won't know it's me. Now, here's my thing. If I ever make so much fucking money like this, and I'm in a documentary eating flowers and not fucking my 500 hooker for the day, and I'm pretending to be retarded, fucking kill me, okay? <laughs> just do me in. And more importantly, find a hot hooker. Not one of these lady boys. Yeah. So the police, they're hot on John's trail as a, quote, person of interest in the murder of Greg Fall. And then he realizes he needs to escape Belize and seek refuge in Guatemala. And there's a $150,000 bounty out on his head at this point. It's like eight fish heads in three <laughs> baskets in, in Guatemalan it is a bar <laughs> Belize money. It's a barter culture. It, it is. Okay. No, no, I keep the burro. Okay, oh. so he's convinced that the Belizean special forces are out to get him. But he also claims at this point that he hacked all of the cell phones of the Belizean government. Damn. All right? Oh, yeah. By installing McAfee's uh, software on him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they check into a nice hotel near the Guatemalan border. Which means it had air condition. Yep. And at this point, we find out that McAfee is wanted and his face is plastered all over the news. So everybody's looking for him. 
but he's really super committed to playing the retarded character. He went full retard. Yeah, he, he did. He went. He, he didn't go full retard. He went full retard with a disability. With a little Tyrannosaurus of, Rex arm. I yeah. could have drowned it, Gilbert. I could have drowned it. So the bobs? Hey, like, talking talk about cutting somebody out of a fucking house. Yeah, oh. they had to burn that bitch down, that's dude. Right. All right, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah, that's right. Nice reference. So yeah. the bobs—they're like committed to getting the story on film. So, but as soon as they check in, uh, John goes into tweak mode. And he's like, "We got to get out of here." Yeah, hookers weren't allowed at the hotel they were staying at, and John was out of blow. He's like, "Look, we got to leave." <laughs> The hotel. The, the guy he has girls with. They're like, "Look, you can't come in here." He's like, "These are my friends." They're like, sir, those are hookers. Yeah, and the hotel also had a no making fun of retards with disabilities yeah. policy. So they're like, "You got to go." I'm so, gonna open up a hotel across the street yeah. that allows you to talk about retards and hookers. These guys get back in the car, and it's here's what creeped me out about the dock. I was so claustrophobic because they're in this tight car. And he's tweaking. Eating he flower petals. Yeah, and he can't find his passport. Yeah. Okay? Now, there's only thing wor- one thing worse than being stuck in a room with a fucking tweaker, and that's being stuck in a moving vehicle with a tweaker. Okay? Every time you drive with me. Yeah, pretty much. Dave's neck high bong. So, <laughs> at this point, they decide, oh, well, we'll just charter a boat that can take us to Guatemala via the ocean. So... We, we get more coverage of Sam, and she tells us she was 18 when she met him. She also tells us that the plan was for John to get a vasectomy, and that's basically her ride or die. Okay? So they take this boat ride. They get to Livingston, Guatemala, and they decide to go check into customs right away because they didn't get passport stamps. All right? They just crossed the ocean. And then uh, Johnny decides to try and palm the customs <laughs> officer. And he's not like Goodfellas, like where he's like slipping. No, he 50. just threw cash he's on the just table. just dumping money on, on, on the customs officer's table. And they're looking at it like, what the fuck is this? This isn't fish heads, a donkey, <laughs> and some seashells. Get this fucking paper off my desk. Yeah, the, the customs guy, he ain't buying it. So now, at this point, Sam claims that she has a great uncle that works for the president of Guatemala, and he's like the highest league, uh, ranking legal guy. It's basically the equivalent to the attorney general. So Sam claims that John is obviously being blackmailed by the Belizean government because he wouldn't pay him off anymore. And just for a little backup, because we did watch another documentary where we learned that when John got there, he was just spreading money around. Oh, yeah. It cl- they claimed he spent a million dollars buying a boat. And then I saw this boat. Eight grand tops. Yeah, it was not a million dollar boat. But he brought up handcuffs. He bought him tasers. You know, so the, they come up with a new plan. And the plan is to drive to Guatemala City to meet up with Sam's great uncle. Okay. So he, that's their big plan. This guy will fucking stamp our passports. But at this point, the Bobs, they just want to get their own passport stamped so they can get away from this fucking psychopath. They're like, we don't give a fuck about the story anymore. These guys are two fucking losers. We just want out. So Bob won. Here's where things start going south. Bob won. Puts a blog post up for Vice Magazine claiming they're with McAfee. And then the phones start ringing off the hook because why, Dave? Um, geo uh, data meta tags in uh, the picture. Uh, so this is in 2012. If you posted a picture, they can go into that that picture yeah. and geotag your data. I didn't know that. Wow. How can you be this smart and be John McAfee and not know that that's a possibility? Hookers and blow. I guess. 
So every, they're all convinced that they're going to get murdered at any moment after that Vice article goes out because the mercenaries are out. And the two Bobs and Sam and John say, you know what? We got to hit the road again. And they're tweaking out. They're, bla they're listening to Cream. And it's just road trip in the middle of the night. And drugs are everywhere. And John, he, he's so coked up. He goes, I'm the Joker. And I don't give a shit. It's like full-blown Colonel Kurtz apocalypse now meltdown shit. I don't what happens how, when you come down. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how the Bob was still filming at this point. Um, so anyway, they get to Guatemala City. I don't want to come back down from this cloud. Uh, thanks, Gavin McLeod. And they, but here's the thing. They get to the Guatemala City. They don't just check into a hotel. They check into the nicest hotel they can find. Fuck yeah. They're like four <laughs> seasons, bitch. All right. So it's not like they're like trying to like evade anybody. Sure. So... John tells the great uncle, he shows up and he goes, look, you know, we need our pa passport stamped, but I'm also going to marry your niece in return. <laughs> oh God, Jesus <laughs> okay. Christ. So, I'll give you a sheep. So they get, they, this is the new plan, but then John goes into full tweak mode again and he says, nah, I'm just going to hold a press conference and claim asylum in Guatemala. So he's like, I got to go shopping. You know, I've been on the uh, Coke bender for a week. I got to look good. He gets a makeover. And then he says to the camera, Bob's cameras, I am also at the conference the, in front of the police. I'm going to say that the Belizean government is completely corrupt and I have all the inside dope on him. And he's like, by the way, check out my website. Like, subscribe, and share. So Interpol shows up and arrests him. And Bob, too. That's so, uh, Interpol is uh, uh, which country again? All of them, dumb fuck. It's Holy like shit. oh, it's like European. It's, it's Interpol. Like the, it's in, international police. Uh, I was skiing oh, in Interpol. I didn't, I didn't even know that's what it's. <laughs> I didn't even know that's what it stood for. Or yeah. Short for. Okay, so this is when Bob says, "quote That's when things got weird." Yeah, that's when things got weird. Yeah. So then John decides this is great. Like he's outside of the press conference, and all of a sudden you just see him, and he's playing a flute and chain smoking nonstop. And then uh, Sam's uncle, great uncle shows up and they decide to haul them all off in, via Interpol to meet with the vice minister. So I like the way you see him in a cop car. He's got no handcuffs on and he's chain smoking with multiple fucking hands at this point. Oh yeah. So uh, one of uh, the Roberts, I can't remember which one, but he's like, you know what? I think I need a massage. Yeah, this is a good time because in yeah. Guatemala, you're guaranteed a happy ending for at least two coconuts. That's chook, just chook. how it works. You, yep. want, you want the chook chook? <laughs> so, so Bob, chook, chook, you want chook, 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 So Bob, too, gets back to his room after his uh, jerk. And uh, everything. <laughs> I jerked. Everything, I jacked. After his, after, after his skyjacking. Skyjacking. Uh, and everything's gone. All of his shit's missing. Oh, fuck. And they start getting paranoid thinking that they're bugged. And all these weirdos are watching him. So they say, fuck this. Let's just get out of the country. But they're afraid to leave the hotel. So this is when it gets fucking wacky. Bob once says, well, maybe we should take a page out of Bob's book and go into disguise. And Bob, too, is like, oh, you mean act like we're retarded stroke victims? <laughs> so they're literally in the hotel play, know, acting, Bob. play acting that they're retarded stroke oh victims. God. Okay, so then John, right? He's in custody. Well, he pretends to have a heart attack. 
I can't believe oh, that was fuck. the eight ball a day for six months with trainee lady boy hookers it that does, causes AFib or it, what? It does fit the profile. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, afibrillation for those who don't know, understand that reference. So, but it works. Because I didn't know. It works though. So they he gets out, and then this leads to him getting fully deported. And they didn't discuss this in the documentary, but we kind of put two and two together. Hey, I, call, call Salvador Stat. <laughs> Tell no. him to line up two fat gator backs. <laughs> So he hasn't done coke in 24 hours at this no, point. I got it. I got it. I understand what you're saying. Thanks for explaining the joke. But the point is, we're sitting there trying to figure out, how the fuck did the Bobs get out? You yeah. know? Because they didn't get their passport stamps. The documentary didn't really address that. But apparently, if you're hanging out with McAfee, you know, you get to leave too. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they get to Miami. Uh, I And I think he did. He called his dealer as soon oh, yeah. as he got there. He was coming. At this point, he was coming down. He needed to get back up. He wanted to have a heart attack for real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Bob one starts pressing him and he's like, dude, I got to cover the John, the, the Greg fall murder. And, um, but John's like, I'm not, I don't feel like answering questions. So vice decides they don't have enough to run Bob one's story. Yeah. They really haven't interviewed him at all. I mean, they really haven't interviewed him about the murder. They're just like trying yeah. to deal with him. <laughs> right. The whole, thing. <laughs> right. whole thing's like, dude, is this guy ever going to stop doing blow and fucking hooker so we can get this story? So then some time passes and then Bob two goes home. He's like, dude, I just wanted to live a simple life. You know, I'm a farmer. I mean, this guy's having an existential crisis, just <laughs> hanging around John McAfee. Yeah. Basically. That's yeah. fucking nuts. But he's like, it was the time well, he's from vice. So he's a shit lip. It was the pussy. time of my life. So we flash forward five years and, um, Later, John so still like, hasn't showered. No, it's like 2017 at this point, and we meet a gentleman by the name of Alex Cody Foster. Now, he's a ghostwriter that writes for celebs, and he got a call from John. and John says, Fly down to Miami, I want you to write my book. And you well, I thought he hangs out of cars while they're, while they're driving <laughs> over my head, ghost, ghost ride the whip. I don't know what that means. Ghost Rider the Whip? Ghost Ride the Whip. It's a rap term. It's like when your car is moving and you're uh-huh. standing outside of yeah. it. Yeah. People were doing that for a while on the internet. Uh, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, over my head. Um, so anyway, you got to remember, this is like 2017. So he was super famous. He's all over the press. And he parlays this into a candidacy for... Um, the libertarian candidate for president. Ooh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I yeah. keep forgetting about that. Yeah. And then at this time, Greg Fall's family sues John, and they're seeking $25 million in a wrongful death civil suit. But John really embraces his fame. He's hanging out with, like you said, the D-level SoundCloud rappers. And <laughs> but where, okay, where was he alleged to, where did the, this gentleman die that he was alleged in to kill. In so okay, in, here's in what Belize. happened. Okay. Yeah. It'll take two seconds. Listen, basically what happened was he poisoned John's dogs. Like right. straight up said he was going to do it. And No, no, he never said he was going to do it. But here's what happened. The neighbor insinuated. walked around with a parrot on his shoulder. Gay. And apparently <laughs> dogs do not do mix well with parrots. Well, yeah. So he walked around with shit on his shirt all day, huh? Yeah. 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 That's disgusting. So... Let's get back to Alex. So Alex gets down to Miami, meets John in his mansion, and he shows up and he's just wearing a bathrobe. And Alex asks him about Belize and John decides to be somewhat forthcoming. And again, he claims he has the entire Belizean government on wiretap. And we get more backstory about how big uh, McAfee antivirus could have been. And he claims that his software was so powerful 
that it allowed him to spy on anyone in the world, including the CIA, the FBI, the KGB, and most importantly, the White House. So he has, he basically says, I have dirt on everybody. All right. I have foreign government intelligence. I have dirt on our government. So at the same time, because of this, he claims, everyone is trying to kill himself. Now, at this point, I just think he's got coke brain. I don't believe any of this watching this. And he also claims that the Sinaloa cartel is trying to kill him. He didn't pay his coke bill. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't, (laughs) they're going to fucking... They're going to come after you. And eight I, ball three times a day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner adds up. Yeah, watch one episode of Narcos, and don't tell me that those guys don't fucking make sure that they get their debts covered. Yeah. So, and John's like, I even shower with a gun, you know? Um, so, I, I at this point, I don't, I didn't really believe any of it. Isn't I think, the Sinaloa in fucking Mexico? Yeah. Also, he never oh. showered, not once. No, no, no. That was also really greasy. So, yeah. then Alex jumps in, and this is really cool. Alex looks direct to camera. And he goes, hey, special request. He's talking to the filmmakers making this. And he says, for this movie, can you make a disclaimer that I'm not authoritatively saying the cartel or the Clintons did any of this to him so I don't get offed? Because if there's one thing I know, it's you don't fuck with the cartel. Or the Clintons. That's my point. I'd be more scared about the Clintons than the cartels. So... You know, he's just a ghostwriter trying to make a paycheck. Yeah, he's like, look, I know McAfee had a real bad coke problem, but I got an ex-wife and two kids. Yeah, <laughs> and Bob too, Bob too, at this point, quits, okay? He thinks the story is over. So then it gets bigger because John says the IRS is after him, and then John goes out on Twitter and says, I'm never paying taxes again. So he was really pushing for this libertarian candidacy <laughs> vote, you know? That's my take on the thing. So then we move to January of 2019, and guess what? McAfee's on the run again, and he's got old Bob too back. And Bob's like, "Let's do this. I'm willing to fucking, go, uh, you know, get on the crazy train again." So they they're in the United States, and Bob's just going from bank to bank to bank, just pulling out cash, you know, just stuffing bags of cash. And then he goes to a wig shop, and, <laughs> and he buys a bunch of wigs and disguises. And then the wig, the wig lady goes, she's like, oh, I use your software. Are you going to be on Undercover Boss? Yeah. So, <laughs> Undercover Boss. Yeah. And then uh, she goes, uh, uh, or no, John goes, hey, I like those Prada sunglasses. How much are those? And she's like 300. And he's like, I'll give you 500. She's like, sold. Yeah. Oh, How much of those glasses? They're 10 grand, huh? Or I could call the sheriff. Yeah. Uh, At least ask two for 500, man. Come on. <laughs> that's not how you bargain. So he, he just continues selling a bunch of shit that he owns. And then Bob, uh, too, says, well, apparently we're going to Nova Scotia now. And then he claims to Bob, too, he said, I bought Jordan Belfort's yacht. Mm-hmm. He's the guy from Wolf of Wall Street. So um, and the, get this. Gets what the name of the boat is. Jenny. <laughs> no, it's called the Great Mystery. Personally, I would have gone with the Teeth Grinder, the Booger Sugar oh, Express, yeah, or something, something a little bit more on nose the, beers on the nose. No point, yeah. pun intended. Coke Logic. <laughs> <laughs> Running with the devil. So here's the thing: John's got a new girlfriend now. Okay. Wait, sorry, what was the name of the boat again? Yeah, uh, the Great Mystery. It's, I mean, it's pretty cool. So he's got a new girlfriend now, and this her name's Janice. And is he this, met. Is this the lady that he he died with? No, not died with, but I mean no. like 
Why are you blowing the fucking story? Dude? No, no, I'm asking. Okay, I'm just trying to no. think of who was his like girlfriend or wife at the Sam, time. Sam, but death. she was in Belize and she didn't oh. leave the country. Okay. So he's in okay. America now. Okay. So okay. he's okay. with this hooker that he met the first day he got back from Miami. Her name is Janice. Okay. Yeah. Now she's very proud of her hookerness. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I've been a hooker my whole life, and yeah. John's different. <laughs> she's like, I love John. He's consistent with those. Can you hookers. describe what <laughs> this lady looks like? You know, African American, uh, probably forty-five. Um, you know, but she was like, I'm, I was sick of the bullshit. I wanted to change. Yeah. I was so tired of getting my pussy hole. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I bet you were. Yeah. But oh, she's, my pussy's getting blown out. Yeah, she, She's not all there. That's for sure. Yeah. So, um, so then, you know, he, they're, they're on this ride and, um, John's like, load up the boat, you know, before they leave. And he's like, I want all the guns as possible I can get on the great mystery. And he's got an arsenal. Um, and then he claims that the, the whole of the boat is bulletproof. And then he put Kevlar. <laughs> it just, it's nonstop, man. It's he all... just, it's like, I, I can't believe that to film him, you must have to fucking sleep for two days afterwards. So, just a... so then Did they he had... really put Kevlar in the boat. He said, I don't, he is that said possible? The, I don't know. He said it was a fiberglass composite of Kevlar. So it's bulletproof. <laughs> so, or maybe he layered it. Maybe he got coked up one night and did a coke project. Okay, we've <laughs> yeah. all done coke projects. Uh, we've all had extra Kevlar and blow at the house, and you're like, you know what? I got to do you, something with this. So the we point, get really into exacto knives. Mm -hmm. So the point is this: the new plan is to head to the Bahamas. So they make another crossing, and uh, they get to the Bahamas, and immigration shows up, and he's got a full staff of ex-military and sport, special forces, and Apparently, they took 17 guns too many. Yeah, what's know? the correct number? Three. <laughs> yeah, three. You're, you're only three. allowed three guns, but apparently you can carry as much like, coke. And, and bath salts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bath salts, because he had a lot. Dude, yeah. they show the bag of bath salts, and it was fucking huge. It was, it was eight pounds. Wait, wait, wait. That's a law? You can't have more than three guns on a boat? And accordingly, in the Bahamas, you can't uh. just... It's like you got to check your guns. Crazy. So um, he's like, well, fuck this. He's like, nobody's taking my guns. And he's just chain smoking. And Janice does mention... You consider pirates after three guns. Mm -hmm. Janice mentioned that, you know, she's had to leave her three kids behind, all for John's love. And John says, love is when you lose yourself completely and you lose your existence. He is a philosopher. Yeah. Um, and then Janice... this a is when it, This is when Janice drops a bomb. Because she was like, just so you guys In know. his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Making yourself laugh, huh? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So Janice has a big reveal here, and she says, "Do you need to take a break for your bad joke, Dave?" No, so, no. Okay. So Janice says, "Just so you guys know, uh, when I was living with my pimp, um, my pimp introduced me to a cartel member who wanted to kill John." Okay. And she says the cartel forced her to try and kill John. And they gave her some poison. But the reason they wanted to kill John is because the cartel knew that John had dirt on many governments for human trafficking and drug trafficking in both the U.S. and Belize. So they give Janice a bunch of poison. And they're like, cook him dinner and put the poison in his food. But she says, I couldn't do it because she believes in him. And it wouldn't have killed him anyway. I mean, <laughs> right. as much coke as that guy does, it's, right. like, it's like, I gave him the whole bottle. I don't know what happened. Yeah. yeah. So That guy's uh, got a real good drug body. Yeah. yeah, he does. Well, and then Bob, too, comes out and he goes, 
There was so much alcohol on that boat. He goes, there was more alcohol than there was water. John just showers in vodka. Yeah, John, John's like, I don't brush my teeth with anything yeah. less than McAllen's 60-year-old. Yeah, this is like a real Hunter uh, H. Thompson kind of feel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah, and then Bob says, oh, and just so you know, that bath salt shit makes you lose your mind. It's like meth times 10. Yeah, it turns you into a face-eating zombie. Yeah, well, and crazy. They just have bags of it just sitting out. Now, can you, here's the thing. I don't try some bath salt. Imagine McAfee seeing he's you. He's 70, bro. And he's like, hey, you want to hit some bath salts? Yeah, well, and here's where it gets. They're right. Bob, too, was right. He was like, it got extra weird. Now, keep in mind, Bob's already left and come back multiple times. Mm-hmm. He knows he should what he should be getting into. The security guards are literally sleeping with one eye open. They think John's going to either eat their face or fuck them <laughs> when they're asleep. Well, and, and Bob says John starts shooting guns inside, inside, yeah, inside the boat. Just bam. So then... Like, is he out to sea or is yeah. he just kind of like in the harbor? No, no, they're they're sailing the high seas. Wow. Yeah, so you're in the middle of nowhere. Literally, you don't know where you're right. at. And he's shooting a gun in the boat, eating bath salts. Okay, but you, yeah. know, you know, like when the intervention, sometimes they have to intervene and be like, this person's gone way too far. Like, turn off the cameras. Yeah. Bob doesn't do that. So there's this whole sequence where uh, Janice and, and McAfee are convinced that there's cameras in the boat, like, and they're being surveilled. So they rip the entire boat apart. Okay. Oh, man. Searching. Now, keep in mind, he's got a gun in one hand, a cigarette in the other, and then he's holding on to a glass of alcohol with the cigarette hand. The entire time. It. They're lifting up the bed and, like, pulling out commando style with guns. Because they apparently think it might not just be cameras. It could be a person hiding underneath the bed. And Janice flips out, and Bob gets this all on camera, and she's like, I want to shoot you in the dick, John. And John's like, you can't shoot me in the fucking dick. And then Bob, too, finally hits a breaking point and just says, fuck it. I am out of here. Okay? So And he swam. No, no, no. Swam home. No, apparently he took off the next port that they landed to. So... He basically said, call me when you want to stop trying to dance around the fucking story, you drug-addled, psychopathic fucking billionaire. So we learn and meet John's cousin named Daryl Williams. Apparently, John was born in England, had a perfectly normal life, moved to California, started his company. Well, turns out John had been sober for 20 years, okay? So that's when he got into yoga and people worshipped him like a guru and all that shit. So... um we go back to the story about Greg Falls. Getting was he was he sober at what part of his life? Like right after he sold McAfee? Yeah, that's ro- when he went full on guru mode. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we learn more about the whole fucking story about the dogs and the parrot guy and who got murdered, Greg, and the ghost writer. So he comes up with this theory that because John never talked to his daughter, he had some like childhood trauma, and he makes this connection. Because John's dad apparently committed suicide. Well, the ghostwriter comes up with it in his head, and it was under mysterious circumstances. He goes, I think John murdered his dad. So he goes up and talks to John's um, advisor and kind of sets him up and says, why did John kill his dad? Not knowing for sure. And the advisor goes, how the fuck did you know about this? So it's basically a confirmation that John had murdered his dad. But he set it up to make it look like a suicide. So, How many women have you raped today? <laughs> we catch up with Bob, you know. <laughs> and Bob, Bob, too, had a pretty cool story. He was like a, a foreign war correspondent. And uh, he was a photojournalist. And uh, again, he decides, I got to go back, man. 
I got to go find John and get the rest of the story. The whole gang's here. Yeah. <laughs> Janice, the security team. John, the guns, the drugs, the bath salts. Yeah. He knows what he's getting into every fuck. I don't understand. It's like he keeps leaving and coming back. He knows what it's going to be. I mean. But here's the thing. John needs a, a new round of security. So they literally have to hire, um, and they show job interviews of John interviewing these people for <laughs> security jobs. If you couldn't pass John McAfee's security guard test, you were a real fucking piece of shit because... Well, and th they're literally interviewing these people, and Janice is, like, leaning back on a AK-47, using it for a pillow. And it's just like every... And everybody... The other thing is, everybody smokes constantly in the documentary. Okay? So it's chain smoking, bath salts, alcohol, <laughs> drugs, and guns nonstop. So... They make it uh, to, uh, I forget where they're at, but they're in a, this is where they John just says, fucking, I'm going to buy a house. I think it's the Bahamas. So he immediately walks in and just says, I'll, I'll take it. I'll fine. I'll give you 2 million for it. And then as soon as he buys the house, guess what happens? It fucking floods. No, he gets, <laughs> he gets, he gets quote tipped off oh. that the U S is on his trail. So he's in the house for one day. Now I don't think he ever got tipped off. I think he's just coked. Oh yeah. And just can never sit still. It's time to raise the Jolly Roger and gas up the boat and hit the high seas guys. Get the bath salts, get the guns. Round can you give me crew. two more hookers? These other ones are starting to stink. Yeah. And Bob, Bob says the same thing. He goes, I don't think any of it's true. He's get like the mystery I, wagon. I think he's just hallucinating. And Bob's like, why am I fucking here? So then John goes on a massive bender and John looks at the camera and he goes, this is the reality I've created. It's gold. This footage is amazing. <laughs> See, dude, maybe that's maybe like he was just hamming it up for the video, too. Like, look at how ridiculous. No, I don't think when he wasn't on camera, he was normal. I think he was like that all the time. Yeah, yeah but I mean, point. your your point is, is he hamming it up? Are the U.S. really after him? Or is he... No, like ripping up the inside of the fucking the place. Like, oh, did he, yeah. how no, 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 no. How much did he no, rip no. up the inside okay, of the place? Trust me on this. Okay. I've been around enough tweakers to know play acting tweak. And I'm uh, really paranoid yeah. that something is underneath the bed. That was all real. There's yeah. no question about if that. If you've ever boofed bath salts... Yeah. You'll know what's that going doorknob on. doorknob is turning. So the new plan is let's go to the Dominican Republic. So John, John <laughs> comes to shore and he's got his sidearm on, you know, like he's Douglas MacArthur or somebody like storming the shores. And the Navy's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? And again, they search the boat and they get popped for illegal importation of guns again. Yeah. Okay. And then they confiscate all the money and, and guns. This is where now? Is it, this is the Bahamas now? This Just is some... the DR, bro. Oh, this Dominican Republic, sorry. And yes. this is when they throw him in jail. Okay. But luckily, Bob, too, gets to take his camera into jail, though. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Correct. So he's in jail with Bob, too's got the camera. That's where we started with these amazing shots in jail. So um, then it's decided that after they get released that he's going to go to Spain. He's like, this is my last resort. And he's like, before I go, I'm going to grab some Chechen security. Yeah. <laughs> Need more security guards. <laughs> the U.S. indicts him for tax evasion, and they try to extradite him. But then he claims asylum in Spain. Now, here's where it gets really sad. Maybe. On June 23rd, 2021, he is found dead in a Barcelona prison. Now... Before this, if you'll recall, I remember this. He went out on the news and says, if I die in prison, I was murdered. And he even got a tattoo that said whacked 
Right, which was later oh, f- found out to be a cryptocurrency thing. Oh, was that related to a cryptocurrency? That's one of the biggest episodes of the... American of the, Green? No, no, of the uh, Rabbit Hole episode we did was that countdown thing that he had right after his death. Oh, uh, okay. So he had like a countdown clock thing where people were watching the internet, okay. seeing what would happen. All right, well, Bob, too sad. Shout you out to Rabbit Hole. Um, so McAfee never releases any evidence that the Belizean government or the Sinaloa cartel uh, were trying to kill him. And we, you know, wrap up time, you know, they go on to talk about McAfee's, you know, company. It is currently worth $14 billion. Um, they never found out who ca- killed Gregory Falls. And then, uh, you know, the circumstances are still mysterious around his death. Um, so we just get a final montage of John just pounding booze on the open seas. Um, and then there's one little last thing. Sam, his, you know, wife that he married in Belize, she reappears on camera and says, after John died, she got a call from John and John said, I am still alive, and I faked my own death. Wow. Yep, and that's how we fade out. So this is the one, this is the lady who's been posting on his Twitter and shit, on, or on, like, has been posting to Twitter about... I haven't, I didn't know that, yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. that's, uh, if you guys want to continue the investigation, you would go there. My friend saw him in Lukenbach, Texas. He was drinking a Pabst Blue Ribbon with a wig on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> with there those Prada glasses? With those Prada <laughs> yeah. glasses. So he held onto the glasses and the wig. Okay, well, before I we get to bonus coverage, because we do have some, let's just stop right here and go ahead and rate the dock. Dustin, uh, out of one out of four dockings, how many do you give it? I give it four dockings. It was really? extremely entertaining, and you're yeah. going to find out here in a little bit why I'm going to give it four dockings. Okay. Because so, he sure did. Okay. <laughs> uh, on merit alone, I would give this three dockings. Uh, it's, it's, it's very, very good. Um, you definitely get the experience that Bob two lived through and the hell that he went through. And just for that alone, I would give it three dockings and a viewing recommendation. <laughs> now let's get to the bonus coverage because before this whole thing started, I told you that wait until you find out about the hammock. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason the, I wanted to do this documentary. Right. In the so, first place. so the there, there was a, a documentary that came out in 2015 uh, titled The Dangerous Life of John McAfee. It was a Showtime release. And in this documentary, which they didn't cover in this one, rather wisely, I think, um, there, were, there was a big interview with John's paramours in Belize. The band? <laughs> I didn't even know that was a band. Is that, is that, is that a scene band, Dave? Yeah, it's a scene <laughs> band. Call back. So we basically get an interview from the, a woman directed this. And the only thing that... Um, you know what? Before we get to the hammock, let's just cover because we should end with the hammock. Oh, we yeah. should have just talked about the hammock and made this a five-minute uh, episode. Yeah. So basically, the, in that documentary, there's more backstory on what John was trying to achieve in Belize, and he was trying to to work with new um, antibiotics with plants and herbs, and he hired this graduate student uh, by the name of Allison. And she was all excited. She's finally going to get her own research lab. 
And then she should have talked to Bob too. Yeah, she should. How is he to work for? Her? <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me your references? Yeah, everybody says oh, my boss is crazy. They have no idea. Well, and what we learned through Allison's story is that John raped her. She claims oh. that John raped her. Oh, okay, wait. Allegedly raped her, or was this found out in court? No, no, no. She's saying that John drugged her. Whoa. And that she woke up quote bleeding unquote and immediately took a shower from where. <laughs> okay. Okay, creep. <laughs> where? Where do you think? I don't know. It could be her mouth or nose. Okay. Or, all right. But it's clear her intention. Her asshole. Oh, my God. Right. I, Dave. I, you're asking me. Dave. And, and I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have asked you. So the point is, this woman was basically abused, and then she had to go into hiding with her friends and immediately got a plane ticket and got the fuck out of there. He gave her the Michelangelo virus. <laughs> Monkey box. So, Dave, yeah, you're not All really right. on time with All these right. these these dated references. What Destin did is he used a dated reference to make a joke work. Yeah. You went with a new reference and just blew the joke. Dave's edible is hitting really fucking hard right now. Yeah, dude. So, but... You know, basically, let me get some hee-haw references she in. Cl- she claims that John was up to some fraudulent activity because he was in there being like, because there was a big magazine story that co- was covering his lab, and he was like, um, "Can you pour some uh, red dye into that beaker and then look at it?" And she was like, "I'm not gonna like com- compromise our, you know, my work." And anyway, she just thought it was sketchy. And then, of course, he raped her. So she, she was like, I'm getting the fuck out of it. Oh, yeah. And the rape. Right. She didn't want to sell Kool-Aid and as an antidote. Right. But then we also... Wait, did, she, did, he, did he want it to be like a cool shot? That's why... Like, what was the reason for wanting to put red dye in the something or just other? Just to jazz it up to make it yeah. look cool. Oh, like, for like a, for like a photo shoot yeah. or something? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, but then in this documentary, it also delved in... And what does she look like? Is she hot? <laughs> She's a very attractive woman that got <laughs> raped, and you just want to say yeah, what she looked hole. like. They show the raping. Okay, yeah. let's go. Sorry. So, you know, we get um, more backstory because you got to remember 2009 was the big financial collapse, 2008, and it's reported that John, his net worth went from $100 million to $10 million. So he had to sell all of his cars all of his real estate and you know, he's on the news. He's like, I'm taking what I have left and I'm moving to Belize and I'm starting my own thing. Well, then he backtracks on the story and claims to this woman covering this documentary that he never lost any money and he transferred it all off to out offshore accounts before the crash. So that's when he moved to Belize. Now he gets to Belize and apparently he was just like, I'm going to start my own police force. <laughs> fucking militia right here yeah so he's like guys what do you need uh, they're like well we don't have any tasers we kind of touched on this earlier we don't have cars and they're like we don't have a police station so he just <laughs> hires the entire neighborhood the hotel across the street yeah yeah but he's insane so he's like hey uh, payday's here who wants McAfee bucks <laughs> right, you're right. Like, you know it's like coal miners and they got paid for that shit <laughs> But then there's some more um, uh, stories about when John first started his company in Silicon Valley and that he was a sex fiend back then and they were having orgies in the office around the clock. And, you know, he also referred to himself as the god of Internet security, um, <laughs> which is does it really need a god? Yeah. Right. But, uh, you know, the 
let's just get to it. Okay, there was a scene. <laughs> <laughs> or is he seeing yeah. the hammock story? So this woman is interviewing all these women and she finds a pattern and she goes, can you tell me about your sexual relationship? Did you say a splatter? No. A <laughs> okay. She says, can you tell Wait, me about a platter? There you go. You're getting closer. Can you tell me about your uh, experiences with sex, which I'm at Kaffee? And she's like, I never had sex. Yeah, no, there was no sex. And she goes, well, what did he make you do? And <laughs> but you gotta realize these are like, uh, where was he at? Is there a homely? This is in Belize. This is still yeah. This is right. It's still Belize. Women. So like in broken English, they're trying to describe, and you can tell that they're really embarrassed. they're nervous. They're nervous. Yeah. Just like so, what happened in the hammock? And she's like, oh, there was a hole, and he would lay underneath it, and I would um, poop in his mouth. <laughs> it was just like they're really embarrassed. I can't believe it's right. the mouth, dude. But, well, yeah, and then it it was girl after girl that was like. I poo poo in his mouth. Yeah, dude, it's like, <laughs> I eat the poo poo. Yeah, grown well, hookers saying poo poo and doo doo is just something I can't well, get enough of. Yeah, and then like boobies. Then, then they're like, "Well, what can you explain? Uh, describe the vaginal intercourse? Intercourse? Like, yeah, there wasn't any. It was yeah. a good deal for a prostitute because, like, the young ones are like, look, 'Look, I'm a virgin.' It's like, doesn't matter. He's not gonna have sex with you. He just yeah. wants you to shit in his mouth. Does yeah. he have them on a diet? Yeah, yeah. Only eat oatmeal. But the thing is, is it made a lot of sense to me because I think, because it happened to a friend of mine doing scat porn, I think that he got a bacterial infection from the doo-doo. Oh, and that might have been that what might caused have made him, him to crazy. spin out? Yeah, that on top of like fucking get, bath salts, I've seen it a million times. Wow. <laughs> like you got toxoplasmosis? Something like that. Yeah. So I want to go to his wiki and just... Shit mouth hammock. <laughs> Shit mouth hammock. Shit mouth hammock 2001, the tour. Yeah. Um, That's a meme. So... Let me just go to his wiki because the man did live an interesting life, whether he's alive or dead. Personally, I think he's dead. I'm not buying this shit. Uh, but he was buying that shit. <laughs> Dude, Shitmouth Hammock should be the name of a rock band. Uh, okay, so when they didn't discuss this in the new doc, because I'm like, was there a note? And apparently there was a note. Um, and uh, McAfee's wife, Janice, you'll remember her, she says she does not believe that he committed suicide and that the, the note was a forgery. Um, this is the, she's black, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just to, to some highlights of John's career, he was uh, one of the founders of Tribal Voice, which developed one of the first instant messaging programs. Cool. So that's pretty cool. And then um, he started a company called Quorum X, which aimed to produce herbal antibiotics. That's when uh, Allison came in. So that was his mission when he went down on there. So do you remember the San Bernardino murders in Riverside maybe five or six years ago, I want to say? Um, remember the FBI couldn't get into the iPhone? Oh, yeah, I do yeah, remember that. Well, McAfee volunteered to uh, unlock it for him because he said he knew how to do it. Um, so this just goes more into the fact that really? Ma McAfee knew everything. So, you know, what got the IRS after him was, though, in 2019, um, he claimed he hadn't filed a tax return since 2010. So he referred to himself as a prime target of the IRS. Now, he also predicted in 2017, this is amazing, McAfee predicted on Twitter that the price of Bitcoin would jump to 500000 within three years, adding, if it doesn't, I will eat my own dick on national television. Well, I mean, if you were to say eat my own shit, then uh, you would have believed him. I would have believed him. But I mean, does this mean he's just got a monster hog and he can actually do this? 
Or was he going to eat his whole dick, or is he going to eat just? <laughs> a, that's the. Like, that's what I've been wondering right. the whole time. Was he going to eat it or suck it? Yeah. So anyway, obviously we know that never happened to Bitcoin. Um, and then uh, he did get popped by the uh, SEC, and this goes to what you were speaking on, Dave, because they filed a complaint that McAfee and his bodyguard promoted certain ICOs, which you know are initial coin offerings, in fraudulent cryptocurrency pump and dump schemes. It claims yeah, he pumped and dumped, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it claims he presented himself as an impartial investor when he promoted these ICOs, despite allegedly getting paid $23 million in return. So uh, lastly, in 2015, when I he mean, was... It is called initial coin offering. So the earlier you get in, the more money you make. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't know why you needed to tell us that. I don't know. Just randomly talking. Starting at Dave's investment sessions. Okay, so lastly, this is the last note. 2015, when he was living in Tennessee, he tweeted that he has 47 genetic children. Okay? So this is like some island of Dr. Moreau shit. I mean, was he just like going out to sperm banks and just being like... Hey, I got to make a deposit. Me. I didn't know that you could get pregnant by eating shit. But then again, I'm not a doctor, so. <laughs> so that's that's it with Ma- McAfee. So um, I guess we could just bump in here and say, would you watch The Gringo 100%, as well? Just yeah. for the sketch yet. Yeah. That, matter of fact, just forward up to about 39 minutes <laughs> and it goes straight into the hammock story because that's what we're all after. I mean, who gives a fuck about antivirus software? Well, that's it. That's a wrap on um, the wild world of John McAfee uh, running with the devil. If you want to check it out, it's on Netflix. Dustin's going to go and give it four dockings. I'm giving it three. Uh, We want to thank you again for joining us. And as always, if you enjoyed the episode, uh, once again, we will never stop asking. Please leave us a review or a um, if you have the time write some notes tell us what you think and then of course you can find us on down on the docks pod and down on the docks on twitter and instagram and dave i understand we soon have a reddit board coming is that true what's that exactly and then also you can join our discord yeah which is down on the docks as well a lot of incels so we'll see you next week we might even post uh, a poll this week uh, uh taking your suggestions on what we will be covering next week so look out for that monday and uh have a wonderful wednesday and that's it that's a wrap on down on the docks <laughs>